Okay, um, this is Frankenstein podcast number two. I'm Davis. Um, I'm Allie. I'm Trent. And I'm Sierra. Um, and to start with, we're going to each take 30 seconds to summarize chapters 15 through 20. Um, does anyone want to go first? Uh, yeah, okay. I can. Um, Alright, yeah. so it starts off with like the creature finding all these books and they kind of like shape his perspective on the world. And then um, he finds Victor's journal and he gets a bunch of crazy thoughts and ends up going to Geneva where he meets this kid and his plan is to kidnap him and make him feel like he's okay with Frank or the creature. That ends up being William and he kills him because he hears his father is Frankenstein. And then uh, Justine gets framed for that and then we go back to Victor um, where Frank or the creature... That's time. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, okay, I'll, I'll try next. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> the creature finds the books, and then um, he learns a bunch, and he decides to reveal himself to the family, but then they reject him, so he goes crazy and burns everything down, and vows to pretty much hurt Victor for the rest of time, and then um, he goes, and he follows Victor, and asks him to build to build a new creature, and then Victor says yes, and then goes away, and the creature follows him, and that's that's time. <laughs> that's not easy. Okay, um, right. you wanna go? Um, yeah. I'll go next. Okay. So basically, this creature he um, finds some books. They shape his perspective, and he decides to reveal himself to the family, and the family they do not like him so he feels rejected and he burns down their house and then he also finds this girl in the river and saves her but then he gets shot and yeah he basically finds William kidnaps him oh, oh. So he finds these books in the woods and they kind of shape his perspective on the world and then uh, he tries to meet with the family and they reject him and he gets really mad and then he goes and he finds Victor and he begs Victor to build him another female creature because he wants to be with someone and then um, Victor goes on vacation and starts building a new creature and then the creature, uh, he like destroys the creature, and then he starts throwing. Okay. <laughs> Dang it! You did the <laughs> best. So close. You, like, you got the farthest. The yeah, you okay. got the farthest. Out okay, of all Sierra won on that one. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, I guess we can start discussing now. Okay. Um. And our first question is talking about the creature's argument. Um. How he asked Victor to make a new creature for him, and his evidence. And whether we think it was effective. Um, okay, so yeah. the creature, he, like, used evidence um, for, like, getting Victor to make this new monster by saying that he just wanted to be loved and that if he had someone who was just like him, then he wouldn't feel as lonely and he wouldn't be rejected by that person since they were so much like him. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, he his argument was good in the sense that it created that sort of sentimentality and it kind of, you know, made Victor feel bad for him. But then he also admitted that he burned down a house and killed Victor's uh, brother. So, you know, that kind of puts Victor um, in a spot to not really want to help him. Help him. <laughs> yeah, I think 
I feel like the creature kind of knows by now, like all of the times he has come up against Victor, he's like, Victor obviously very clearly hates him and wants him dead. And so, I don't know, I feel like he could have been a lot better about it and like not trying to paint himself in the best possible light. Um, Cause he knows he has a disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, if I was the creature, I would not have admitted to burning down a house and kidnapping and murdering his little brother. And then he also admitted to framing Justine, which Victor already felt guilty about. And then one like good positive part of his argument, though, was probably him saying that he'll leave and go to like South America or something with this new mate which I guess could have like improved his argument and gotten Victor to like create this creature for him. Yeah. And if I was in Victor's shoes, I probably would have done the same thing as him, just not created that creature and destroyed it in the end, because you never know, like he could have overrun that whole country. I probably would have like agreed to create the creature because if I was someone who like made something and then just threw it away and acted like I completely hated it and then they uh, were really hurt as a consequence of my actions, I would feel like horrible. I would want to do anything I could to make it up to them. Yeah. And so if that's like the one thing they asked me for, I'd be like, okay, fine. Like, I don't want to, but like, whatever will make you happy. Uh, I would feel like really bad. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I, I probably would refuse to make another creature because by then I would like like how Victor was saying when he was trying to make the new creature like he wasn't like passionate about it anymore he was just doing it and he could see like all the horrible things he was doing so I'd probably just be like I'll be your friend instead of making a new friend you know what I mean yeah yeah if I was in Victor's shoes I probably would think that making a new creature would be fine but until like the creature would tell me that he killed like my younger brother and burnt down a house then i would be like mm, no never mind i don't i don't think you really deserve that yeah that's that's fair yeah if, if some creature was like i killed your sister i'd be like and i'll kill you <laughs> fight me yeah it's a difficult situation i don't know i kind of understand where victor is coming from a little bit more i guess yeah I don't know. I was thinking about it. I was like, why wouldn't you just follow through and make the creature for him? But also, like, I don't know. That's it's kind of hard to do anything for someone who killed your brother. So yeah, there'd just be a lot of consequences of coming up with another monster. Yeah, yeah, that you could never even foresee. All right. So our second question is just asking us to discuss the suitcase that the creature finds with the three books and like how it affected the creature's perspective on the world. And then, so the first book that he found was Sorrows of Werther, and that's kind of just like a tragic romantic novel of Werther who falls in love with Charlotte, but it's like a big love triangle because Charlotte's already betrothed to another man. And in the end, Werther resolves this love triangle by killing himself. And I feel like that like really reflects what happened with the creature because he really loves um, like his dad, like he wants him to be loved. And, um, but Victor just doesn't feel the same way about him, even though he created him in the first place. And it's kind of just resolved by the creature asking to get a new mate and add a third person into that situation. 
I think that's a really good point, and it kind of shows like where he got this idea that he needs love from. Um, and then I think Paradise Lost, which is I think the third book that he found, and here he kind of sees the actions of Satan, and he finds himself relating to the actions of Satan, and I think he almost projects himself onto Satan and sort of tries to emulate him as a character so that he can continue to be able to relate to something because at the moment he doesn't really have anyone to relate to. I think, yeah, I agree with you. Like, he has to kind of find... Because when he was reading Stars of Water, like, he felt a connection to the protagonist, but also a big disconnect because obviously Werther has, you know, he has connections, he has family and people he can turn to, whereas the creature doesn't have anyone, and so he feels like he can't really be human without that connection, and so because of that, he kind of finds more of a... Um, he relates more to Satan in the Paradise Lost story. Yeah, I feel like the third book definitely has like the most... Um, okay, let's continue. <laughs> so anyways, like I was saying, I definitely think the third book had the biggest impact on the creature because, like you were saying, he related to um, Satan a lot in the story and I feel like when he got that connection, is that's when he like decided to reveal himself to the family. Yeah, I think that sort of gaining a connection with that character really shaped him as a person. Like, all of the other books sort of shaped his ideals, but I think that Paradise Lost really shaped his person and who he was. Yeah, like you're saying, like, uh, Paradise Lost was probably the most significant book like affecting the creature but I think just to contrast that Parallel Lives which was his second book uh, just didn't really affect him a lot besides the fact that it like showed him all of the mor moral values among men um, especially in the past since it was written so long ago and it kind of just showed him like nobody's really going to accept an outsider like him and it'll just be really hard for him to fit in but I don't think it had that big of a uh, impact on him as a person. Yeah, I think that uh, Parallel Lives kind of gave him a wider perspective for how, you know, humans act and he kind of saw what he shouldn't necessarily do, but he also kind of saw what he could do. And I think it made him more bitter because he's seeing like all these humans who have done terrible things and they're like immortalized in this book. Whereas he has only ever tried to do good, but he's automatically, um, you know, treated as like a terrible person. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that kind of um, reinforced his idea that, I mean, his bitterness, bitterness towards mankind. Um, I think, like you said, it sort of, like, it introduced him to the idea of violence. Before that, he hadn't, he always tried to do good, and he had only observed the other family doing good, so I think that he didn't even realize that violence and evilness were a part of mankind before he read that book. Yeah, and then I also think that um, Mary Shelley, the author, chose to incorporate these books. Alright, anyways, um, I think Mary Shelley is trying to just say, or trying to give um, 
like other perspectives on the world for the creatures and he actually has like more knowledge and it's easier for us to understand how he obtained such like a vast amount of knowledge in so such a short amount of time yeah and, i think yeah. the books are really important to like just show how the creature is learning about the world on his own I think it's like an efficient way to teach him a lot about the world because um, in like a short time and I also think Shelley was saying that you know the kind of knowledge you gain really does shape a person and it's less about nature and more about what they learn I think she also might have picked the books because they might have been books that really influenced her when she was younger and so she kind of wanted to show that in the creature because I think that we can really see that she sort of projects a lot of her own trauma and her own issues onto the creature. Yeah. So our next question is, what was everyone's favorite book growing up and how would the creature have turned out if he read our favorite books? So personally, my favorite book series when I was younger was the Warriors series. And I feel like if the creature found those books, he would not have turned out very well. <laughs> because like the main, like plot of the books is just these cats fighting against each other in wars for territory and food and all of that and I feel like if the monster was influenced by that he would be even more violent than he is. I feel like he'd definitely be scared of cats too. Yeah, he'd be like, whoa. Yeah, okay. Um, Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'll, I'll talk about my book. Um, I, I'd say my favorite is probably The Mysterious Benedict Society. And um, it was kind of this book about like these four kids who are um, picked because of their like, abilities. Like one of them is really intelligent, has a good memory, and then the other one is like really agile. And then they all kind of have to form a team uh, to fight this guy who's trying to take over the world via mind control. Um, so I think, honestly, I think it could have been a good book for him to read just because it kind of shows like the importance of being a good, honest person and like um, and the importance of, you know, education and um, yeah, I, don't, I think it could have given him a pretty good understanding and helped him to be a better person. Uh, so my book was like the Percy Jackson series and those are kind of about um, these mortal demigods who are half human half god fighting against various um, mythological beings and I think that if he had read this book, one, his religion would be related to the Greek gods. He would, like, believe in the Greek gods. And two, he would see humanity, I think, very positively because these books definitely paint the mortals as the good beings and there are only like a few mortals that are bad and other than that all of the mythological beings well not all of them but most of them are very bad and so i think he definitely probably love humanity more than and i think that if he 
had read them and then he got rejected by society, he would still find a way to love him, love them. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be a good book for him to find. Like, I think it would really ease, like, his hatred towards people. Yeah. I also think um, just, like, seeing all the different kind of, like, monsters and beings and, like, Chiron in the books is, like, a centaur and, like, there's a lot of good, like, monster people. Yeah. yeah. And I think it could have actually made him feel maybe better about himself because he's saying, like, just because you're a different, just because you're maybe, like, half god or something doesn't necessarily mean you're bad. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, a really good point. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Uh, mine's kind of the opposite of that. So uh, <laughs> my series that I really liked growing up was The Hunger Games, which I'm sure you know is uh, a series where people get into a big arena and they kill each other so then their whole um, like area can profit when they go back home. But it's a fight to the death. So I feel like it kind of just showed the creature like if you kill people, you're going to get praised. And I don't think that would have been a very healthy mindset for the creature and really would have just affected his whole killing problem. Yeah, he probably would have like gotten enraged when the, the Lacey's didn't accept him and he might have like killed them if he had read that. <laughs> yeah, I think he would have also like really hated humanity because like a huge part of the Hunger Games is seeing how like these, you know, these like very few rich humans like prosper and have control over everyone else who's lesser than them. And so I feel like he could probably maybe relate to like the people in District 12 who are, you know, struggling and then um, have like this huge hatred towards the other ones who are like all controlling. I think it would probably really relate to that and it would maybe make him like really angry. And, yeah, it would yeah, definitely violent. make him very mad and enraged and just very disgusted with humanity. Yeah. Yeah, I think that he should definitely, under no circumstances, read those books. <laughs> okay, so our next question is talking about how the impact of our modern media and uh, what it would have, like, how it would affect the development of the creature. And I think that especially modern TV shows, movies, animes, you know, all of that, I think that it could definitely have a positive impact on him because so many of them are focused on the acceptance of yourself and about how even if others say terrible things about you, if you learn to love yourself, then you'll be okay. And I think that's a lesson that the creature really needs to learn because his hatred comes from his hatred of himself. Yeah, kind of adding on to like that whole movie thing, I feel like even if he were to like walk out on the street, I think a lot of people could like see him as a very like grotesque person, but also a lot of people find that to be pretty cool. And if he was like near like a movie set or something, I think a lot of people could be like, oh, he's probably just still in costume and he could fit in like right with that crowd and maybe get a job like that. Yeah, honestly, modern world, like there's a lot of weird people doing weird stuff. So he could have probably blend in a bit more. Um, but I still think that, I don't know, with modern media, 
um, I think it would actually be a lot easier for him to connect with people, maybe because he could do it, like, online or something. He could, like, make friends, friends just by talking to them. But it might also um, have a negative impact on his um, body image because, you know, social media and stuff. I feel like if he were to just communicate with people, like, through the internet, through, like, messaging and stuff, I feel like it would help him a lot because he could make friends online and he wouldn't have to like show them his face or anything and he would finally like feel accepted for who he is on the inside. Yeah. It would basically serve as a method for him to do what he wanted to do with the Delacy's. Like he wanted to introduce himself to the like main father figure and because he was blind and couldn't see him and get him to love him first, that way he wouldn't reject him when he saw his face. And I think that, you know, getting internet friends and, you know, just talking to them via the internet and then later showing them his face, you know, that that serves as a really good medium for him to do exactly what he was trying to do and have it actually be successful this time. Yeah. And like Davis was saying earlier, there's also that definite negative side to it too. Like as we see in social media, there's always going to be like that beauty standard that everybody like strives to achieve. And I feel like that'd be really hard for him to comprehend and achieve because obviously he doesn't look like most people would describe the beauty standard. So I think that'd just be really hard for him to fit in that way as well. I also think that on the internet, um, a lot of people tend to be very supportive of people with lots of scars or certain deformities because they know that it's out of their control and they know that the person is probably um, very self-conscious about it. So they tend to be very supportive, at least from what I've seen. Obviously, there are a few people who suck and like say really negative things, but I think it might also help him just because he's so deformed that people will probably be nice to him. Yeah. Yeah, I could actually... Yeah, there's a lot more acceptance, like, these days. Not a, not as much as there should be, but I think... Um, I don't... Like, I feel like um, back in the uh, time period that the book was written, um, everyone was a lot more isolated and closed-minded, whereas now, since we're all connected, um, we can have greater understanding of each other. Yeah, I definitely think that society is progressing more in, like, how they accept people, so I definitely think that the modern times would be a better place for this creature.